This is an Alternerd Reality Podcast. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Alternate Reality Podcast, where we talk about everything gaming, everything nerdy, and everything basically awesome. Nailed that in, or that intro once again. Oh, and then I screwed up on saying it. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't he also doesn't he also say basically everything awesome? Basically everything awesome. Whatever. Around. This is my version of it. Uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm taking liberties. Uh, but anyways, obviously I'm not Chewburger eighty four. I am Hebrew Hammer. I'm gonna be hosting this episode i did uh, as well for the um the nerdy news that we just did just a few minutes ago that ended up somehow taking uh an hour and 50 minutes just about even though we were planning on making it shorter so that's that's us in a nutshell we are less people and it's longer how is that working (laughs) i don't understand it because we don't have two moving us along I i think so yeah we get stuck on stuff too too often um, mm-hmm. Usually, usually related to Marvel and Star Wars, I think that's our big like pitfalls. Like we just start talking about them, and that's probably yeah. not great. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna, <laughs> I could just see, I could just hear him now going, "Dude, guys, shut up and move on. Shut exactly, up and move on. Yeah. Go to the next thing. God uh, damn, let's go yeah. to the next thing." Speaking of shutting up and moving on, right now, I should probably go ahead and move on. So let's do it. Yeah. So obviously, this is the hooch with me once again. Hey, also not Chew Burger, by the way. Also, he's not Chew Burger. <laughs> yep. Um, as I mentioned before, Chew has mega herpes, so he's recovering from that. I gave him <laughs> my uh, version of super herpes, and it evolved um, inside of him, and now so he's recovering. It's pretty bad. Um, but yeah, he's got. I, I'm not looking forward to the day where I have to miss gone. an episode. Dude, you don't even yeah. know what we're gonna give you whenever that happens. I, dude, it, it's gonna happen because I think sometime in July I may be out for like. Two Fridays because there's a, a you know a couple of family trips and stuff that are going to mm-hmm. happen. Oh boy! So I mean, I'm looking gonorrhea, chlamydia, like oh, we, can, we can throw in some stuff there. So yeah, just you know, bring some ointment with you, maybe take care of it. <laughs> and tissues. It's all yeah, the, t- and, the and tissue things are just going to keep coming. Always, up. yeah, f- full circle. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyways, so we're going to be talking about games, uh, despite what you just heard. So we're going to be talking about the gaming news now. Actually, first, we're going to be talking about we're, we're kind of condensing this these uh, this other section that we normally do where we talk about uh, what we did this week and what we played. We're going to add this onto this section. This time we're co-opting it. So um, let's just briefly talk about what you played and what you saw this week. What about you? Sure. Uh, well, first, the again, I've been playing entirely too much Outriders. Still I don't know why. Still on Outriders. This game, for some reason, just I got. What happened is I stopped playing a shitty class. Um, Devastator you is fell terrible. In love. Wait, yeah, I thought, and, wait, wait. I thought the Devis, I thought you loved the Devastator. I thought it was, oh, that was the last thing. It, you loved it was great until I realized. Yeah, I found like a melee build that I thought yeah. was pretty awesome, and then I started playing a Technomancer. And it was just like, I'm doing shit now on the Technomancer that I wouldn't even thought of as possible on the Devastator. Like, I'm already at World Tier 15. Well, I wouldn't say already at, but I'm at World Tier 15. Uh, if I want to push, I could probably get higher for the, um, uh, the whatchamacallit, the ex- Expedition Tier, because I'm at 12 now, I think. Mm-hmm. 
And I couldn't even get close to either of those on the Devastator. But my Technomancer, just, yeah, if I have the right build, I just need better, slightly better gear to get, um, to push yourself over that hump kind of thing. But right now I'm, I'm doing stuff like tens and just, just running through just to gather a bunch of gear. For example, the, um, the, one of the things they did in the recent patch was lowered the amount of time to get a gold for the Boomtown expedition that everybody was doing. Right. right with my um with my devastator i couldn't even get close to silver you know or maybe like 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 high low silver or whatever um when i was on like the lower tiers i'm doing tens right. and i'm easily getting golds on my technomancer and the only time i like don't get a a really good goal is because i did something stupid like I pushed it a little bit too soon when I shouldn't have been, or I wasn't paying attention, or or maybe one of the um, elites or captains that you get has an ability that's kind of like not good for me. Like he teleported me somewhere, and I'm like, oh crap, I wasn't ready for this, and so now I have to go back. But if I get like on a good point, on a good roll, it's just everything is done real quick. It's bap dead, bap dead, bap dead, bap dead. Uh, but that, yeah. Um, I also well when when I did put down. Um, Outriders, <laughs> I went mm. and played uh, some Returnal. Uh, I am not really a huge fan of roguelike games, but with Hades, and then the other one right. was like Rogue Knight was another one. Uh, I'm now becoming um, more of a convert. Uh, I'm enjoying these games as long as the way the game plays out like it's got a story that kind of develops over time and incorporates death mm -hmm. as part of a way of moving the story forward yeah i do think that's more interesting at least yes and hades did a fantastic job of that like there are times sometimes you're like wait if i just run in and die what's going to happen with the story <laughs> you know i'll just get myself <laughs> killed in the beginning what's going to happen um you know returnal was almost a little bit like that there were a couple times where i ran in did something dumb died pretty quickly I'm like yeah that was a bad run and i come back and now there's another thing that progresses the story a little bit further so or at least like some narrative that kind of happens that gives you some additional information so overall i i i, I mean i like the game once you get past the concept of like, i'm just gonna die you're gonna die that's part of the game <laughs> you just have to accept it uh, you just have to accept embrace it. death yeah embrace death yes because that's what that's part of the game you should yeah. to do it um, my problem is I'm I'm terrible. There's something I'm missing. I can't even get past the first freaking boss. It's sad, really. Especially sad. whenever I get uh, getting constant updates from Chu saying yeah. he's at the fucking billionth boss or no he he beat the game. He beat it. Goodness. Yeah, he beat it. He used his yeah. time turner again and beat the game. Of course, and beat the game again. exactly. Well, he's been trying to go at it for a little bit. You know, some some because what we it's have it a, been, a week now. It's been like it's a week. Okay, over it, has a week. Been, it has been a week. Yeah. But he put it down under. for he put it down for a, a day or two as well. He did put it down for a couple of days. Yes, so, that's true. Dude, I'm but this is true we're talking turn. about. He's got a time. Well, well, actually, I guess that makes it worse because he put it down because of frustration of he kept coming across an issue where he'd beat a boss and he couldn't collect the loot, which means he couldn't go to the next level. So he was stuck. So he had to re. I don't know if he had to restart everything, but he had to re-download the game. And and um, not use some of the pre-order items that he had gotten, the pre-order equipment that he had gotten, and as That's a result, right. he was able to keep going and 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 play. 
and then he finally beat the game. Whereas me, I'm struggling on the first boss because there's like I'm not for some reason I'm not seeing to tell where the the boss is going to do a melee attack or there's a beam attack that the boss does, and like I'm just missing that. Oh, here it comes! <laughs> so get ready to dodge. I just right the for queue some up. reason, yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm not seeing it. But well, we'll have it's a- not preventing me from playing the game. Yeah, and you know, I know that Chu has a whole bunch to say about the, that game, like a lot to do with bugs and everything. And yeah, he even started to go off on a bit, little bit of a mini rant on, um, you know, like you know how games are released today, which is a pretty interesting <laughs> conversation. So I, I think we'll save that part at least for whenever he's here, because I know he, he yes just, he wants to shoot his mouth off about it for a while. <laughs> I so. wouldn't say I, I would say he wants he wants to get some was it catharsis or whatever through venting. Well, that's what I right? that's what I mean. Yeah, he just he just wants to talk about it for a little while to relieve the pent up energy that he has. About <laughs> it. So um, that's what happens when you don't have a tissue. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> boo. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, uh, okay, so, you know, you have that. So is mm-hmm. it, was there anything else that you watched or, or played, or is that pretty much it for you? Um, I was told for work purposes to play Lost Centuria, and I got through a half hour of it. I'm like, this game is not for me. I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> half the time. I need to figure it out. Um, you know, the 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 same thing kind of happened with, with AFK Arena. Like, we get into these things where the... People at work decide, hey, we're gonna play this game together just to, you know, for com- for com- you know, camaraderie and you know right, stuff yeah. like that. Group so activities, yeah. group activities and things. So when we have like game club where we pick a game and we play it, um, you know, AFK Arena was was one of those games, and it just kind of stuck with me after that point mm-hmm. um, because I learned it, the the thing about like a game like AFK Arena, it throws a lot at you in the beginning. So if you're a new player mm-hmm. coming in and you haven't matured with the systems, you're like, I have no idea what the hell's going on here. So it took somebody yeah. who had played it to kind of explain it to me and go, Oh, now I get it and I'm hooked now. I keep playing it. I play it every day. So if you want to ask me what game I'm playing the most, play it? it's AFK Arena. Yeah. because well, I'm still I, I think my characters my characters are my highest character is is two twenty right now. I got Damon to two twenty and he's he's one star ascended. Were you uh, ever a part of our guild? No, that's just it. I didn't. I literally did not start playing this game until what was it? Late last year, mid yeah, something ah, like that. Okay. Oh yeah. So you got into it way after. Yeah, we had a yeah. Like I think one of the most uh, powerful guilds um, going on for a while. We, we a lot of people in the A and R um, Discord were big spenders, and so no. yeah, did we? I think my my account is still like pretty pretty beefy. Um, but yeah, I, I will never down or I will never delete AFK arena from my phone just because even though I, I've hopped back into it a couple of times, but it's honestly mm-hmm. just such a well done game and you get yes. so much free shit that like, I, I refuse to delete it because I think it is objectively a fantastic mobile game. Yeah. The, so. the Lilith, the developer, you know, mm-hmm. um, Scopely or whoever the, whoever boundless entertainment, whoever the fuck is doing MS shit right now. Has to yeah. really take <laughs> yeah, has to really take notes from what Lilith has done with AFK Arena. It's a game where exactly. you know you you feel like you're making progress on a regular basis, and mm-hmm. characters can be viable even before you've gotten to some level of ascension, right? If you get a good Absolutely. character, it's going to be a good character. There's some right? of those. There's some of those like kind of like shit characters that are crucial to to clearing some some levels. Yep. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, there's usually a character that has something of 
uh, you know, of merit to be like, oh yeah, like it's not good for all this other stuff, but hey, there's this one level here. where you have this yeah. one this one boss that you need this character for. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, there is there is a lot of really great things about AFK Arena. Like I, I mobile, like you know, predatory spending with mobile games will never be deleted, or, or I mean, at least not for a while. I don't think like it's it's just kind of there with mobile gaming. But I think that that's a good example of of putting of having a game that is successful regardless of if you put money into it because yes i i think that you can easily get in that game you get so much free stuff all the time that you can easily have a good time with that game and even be on a somewhat competitive level so yeah i said to co-worker a screenshot earlier today i did a poll and it was a 10 poll and i got three epics I'm like, oh. I'm never going to see another epic in this game nope. again after this. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> like, like, you give me three epics in one ten pull? Thanks. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, but anyways, well, yeah, so that, that's good. We have a little AFK uh, bro out. Look, yeah. It's been a while since I've uh, seen anyone else play AFK around here. But um, Chew, Chew had a huge account because he dropped, he dropped Monet. On, on that account <laughs> but and, no he he was he was very good at the game as well though it was good but um anyways um so yeah played some of that i'll go ahead and, and run through mine real quick because i have just a few um game wise i of course picked up pokemon snap and i've been playing that weirdly enough <laughs> i've been switching on and off between resident evil village and pokemon snap which is the weirdest <laughs> transition you could ever imagine. Because like, one oh. is, yeah, just brutal as fuck and gory, creepy, all of that good stuff. And then the other one is the most wholesome game you could ever imagine. Not even not even battling Pokemon. Just no. taking pictures of them. <laughs> like, so, it's just so light, dude. It's the So benign. Yeah, exactly. So it's just... The, the switch between the two literally makes me giggle every time whenever I hop back into Pokemon Snap. And I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> I can just see like, like you're, you're running around getting eviscerated by, you know, angry, ugly, bloody, disgusting things. And you're like, yep. I'm going to go take a picture of a Snorlax. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so basically, Pokemon Snap, I've been, I've been playing. I'll start off with that one. Um, honestly, fantastic game. You know, I got the mm-hmm. Pokemon, the original Pokemon Snap. You know, like much after it was released, but it was still like one of my favorite games um, ever. And I wish I would have been around whenever it originally came out for the hype because I just I loved that game. I, I don't know if it had something to do with the fact that I was so young or not, but mm-hmm. I just remember it being very relaxing, very <laughs> just like the pressure was off. You know. And you just got to involve yourself in the world a little bit more, like immerse yourself in the world. Because it was the first time that you were really taking this other perspective of Pokemon. You know, because at the time it was always, you know, the typical Game Boy games, right? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. or you had the, um, they had a battler on N64, right? I don't remember. I got in Pokemon Stadium. Pokemon Stadium, that's right. Pokemon, yes, okay. Pokemon came out like way after I was like older. Right, uh, so you never so got I had into it. Like, no, zero yeah. interest in Pokemon. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Well, for <laughs> for me, like, yeah, it was, it was, it was like just that Zen that you needed. Yeah. And um, so here, like, I was really, I didn't go back and play the original, um, because I did play through that, you know, originally like four or five times, I'd say, 
but mm-hmm. I started off with this and honestly it was everything that I thought it was going to be like everything that I remembered it was it's just so relaxing it's so interesting um, it has you know a, a huge array of, of um, Pokemon this time you know as opposed to just the original 150 the first time and um, there's more interactions it's, it's obviously a smarter game um, system that they have put in place there the interactions between different Pokemons it's very dynamic um, they have different uh, versions of levels so there's replayability there they've added in features like um, for there's like shy Pokemon there's Pokemon that are typically like a little more shy around mm-hmm. people and so they might interact with you one way but if you run that same map like you know 10 15 times um which every single time you drive by it like pokemon become more and more familiar with you and they'll start doing different things around you and so it's it's a really interesting way to get involved in the world and see these pokemon in a more natural light and they they do (laughs) a good well it it is and they do a really good job of it like it's just it's just so low pressure and so interesting i i don't know it just there's something about it that's just honestly like pretty magical so i don't care what age you are you should play this game it's it's just <laughs> objectively fantastic um i'm i know that it got high praises from um you know ign and pc gamer and stuff like that um, it's a game spot. It's a full priced. It's a full priced game, right? It is a full priced game, and it deserves to be because okay. it, it is a very it is a large game, and there's lots of replayability involved there. Um, oh, another thing that's that's interesting about it is just that you know before there's lots of secrets in the game. Like I remember in the original, there was it, it took forever to figure out all of these little even back then like these little things that you could do to create certain interactions if you do it at a certain time and you throw things at a certain place and you use certain things. To, to throw at people and, and all these kind of things or at, at certain Pokemon at Pokemon. And yeah. Yeah. Here. Um, I was wondering, cause I was like, it, that took a really long time to do that there. And I was like, I really don't want to lose the majesty of like finding it on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, and like have to go look up a YouTube video to do it. And so they kind of came up with a happy medium where there's, there's kind of like these little challenges um, that pop up from the the professor because there is an overarching narrative in this one um, mm-hmm. more so than the other. Um, but there's like these little challenges or, or not challenges as much as like these little like leads, I guess you could say, of like certain photographers saying, um, you know, NPC photographers saying like, I wonder or like this looks suspicious or oh i I wonder what would happen um you know (laughs) with with this you know so like yeah little leads that that apply that that one was the example i gave right there was a little more heavy-handed i don't think that one's actually actually in there but you get what what i'm saying saying. it points you in a direction of something Mm -hmm. and you kind of have to figure it out from there so i think that was a, a pretty cool happy medium to try to make sure you get everything and um yeah it's just it's just really fun i was like please play it like I think, or not, not you necessarily, but like if you're on the fence of doing it, of playing it, because I, I do think that you have to have a general interest in Pokemon to do it, you know? Well, I mean, I did play, and this is going to sound so stupid, but I did play Pokemon Go and actually had fun with Pokemon oh, Go. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, I played the hell out of Pokemon Go. Yeah, the problem I had with Pokemon Go was the fact that it sucks trying to play on the uh, BART uh, train 
because the game was you know geosynced or whatever it was right. using and oh yeah you're moving go, you super fast. fast yeah, yeah. It would block it, you it, it, Exactly. So not block you. That was before they did all that. But it was just it was hard oh, okay. for it to keep pace with where you were going. So you'd stop at a stop. Be like, oh, there's a thing here. I try to catch it. And it wouldn't you wouldn't catch it. And then by the time you actually finally got a chance to, you're already, you know, cruising down. You're like, God dang it. I missed it because it disappeared. And it, it doesn't yeah. think I'm close to the thing anymore. It has been uh, a long time. Or like, like, I can't think of another game that had quite that sensation no. in society. Like that yeah. was global. Like that was it, fucking yeah. crazy. People were Pace. getting together, doing, you know, like invading people's backyards to find. Right. It. Like, yeah. I that was I had next never level, seen. Dude. So I worked in Oakland, uh, you know, a city across the bay from San Francisco at mm-hmm. the time, and um, before Pokemon Go came out. You could go across the street to the park that was over there and just, you know, kind of chill. There was nobody over there. When the Pokemon Go craze hit, that park was full of people all Absolutely, the time. Absolutely, yeah. And, like, but like you guys don't look like you get out very often, let alone in the sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> I do know there was a lot of people that, that lost a lot of weight because of that, too. There was a lot of good stuff that came out of that. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, because you had to walk to open the – to hatch the eggs, right? Yeah, although you also had people, like, which which I did as well at some points. Me and my friends, whenever it first came out, would get together and we'd drive around this one, like, mall area where mm-hmm. there was lots of Pokemon this one, and we would just drive very slowly around. But we were – the funny <laughs> thing about it, though, is that we were not the only ones at all. Like, the majority of people – like, there was – it was it was literally just like a circle that kept going around, and it was all people just farming. Pokemon. Oh my god, dude! They did a um, a, like a, a Pokemon meetup tournament. I don't know what you want to call it, but like in um, so we have a bunch of wharfs and piers mm-hmm. in the area. They were it was uh, what was that the Presidio? I think it's the Presidio. Anyway, so they did like a, a thing where you could wander around, and they had um, points of interest. Right, you had fortresses, you had all, what all sorts of other stuff that was in there that you could get. They they kicked up the spawn rate, so stuff came out. But like mm-hmm. there were like at, there were like a couple of hundred people there, if not like a thousand people there at this thing. Yeah. For this freaking game in San Francisco, yep. like, this is crazy. I took my son at the time, and he was like, "Daddy, this is so fun." Yeah, at one point, I remember I I, ha- I was I was so annoyed with the fact that San Francisco specifically, that it, over in the wharf areas, like it really yeah. was like a massive spawn point for everything that was amazing. And well, you know why that? Well, it's because Niantic is over there. Because yeah, exactly. And um, <laughs> so I I remember I downloaded. It was the first time I ever downloaded a hack for a game, but I tried to download oh. a hack for a game. And then I spoofed my way over there. And uh, I remember like I was trying to do it in a way that like to not set off the system that was like, mm-hmm. how did you just get over here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> there's a teleport slowly... function. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I used the driving speed and I just set the location target and I just let it run overnight. My character literally running its way to California. Oh, um, my God. So, yeah, it, but it was and then I would just stay over in California for like days just farming. Um, yeah, I spent a lot of time. on Oh, my God. Love that game. Uh, we just um, have a, I think some all somebody did was just create the tool that we probably they probably used for QA in the game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they definitely did. And then they recycled it again for Harry Potter as well. So, yeah, well, I wonder if it was better than the one we have. 
<laughs> the, oh, oh gosh, I, I probably yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Anyways, I, I don't know. Oh yeah, that's right. I was talking about the games. So that that was Pokemon Go or Pokemon Snap rather. Please check it out. It, it's a great game. Um, next for Village. Been going, making my way through Village, and it's a very, it's a very good game. It 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 kind of harkens back to the um like. I would say four is what it's most similar to and, mm-hmm. and biohazard, which is seven. Um, but very good games, um, solid interpretations. It has, I think better gunplay overall. Um, okay. the crafting system is good and it, the graphics, the graphics on Capcom are always weird. Like they're good, but they're also like so often not good i don't know how to describe it like it's it's a style that comes close to super realism but there's uh, it's almost like a like an uncanny valley kind of thing like it's not quite real and i can tell it's not quite real because you've done something here right Mm -hmm. that just throws it off a little bit yeah it's like in in certain lights and in certain positions, it looks very realistic, as you said. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, but in other lights and and certain animations, like, it just does not look great. And so, yeah. you know, it's it's a weird thing. But either way, like, um, it's it's a very good game, very fun. It has the jumpy moments. It's a little less like I so far I don't like the narrative as much as Biohazard, but. Um, it's still really good in its own way. The creatures are a bit formulaic in their approach of attacking you, but I haven't got that far yet. So like, I'm hoping that that will change with, you know, different types of enemies as I move forward. But, um, yeah, overall I'm, I am having a lot of fun with it. The story is, um, it's certainly interesting enough to play through, uh, lady D, you know, she's the, the mistress. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. She is, I already met her. Boy, she's tall. <laughs> and, <laughs> she's so tall. Yeah. And uh, so I'm interested to see what happens with her. And um, oh, I don't want to say any spoilers. Uh, but yeah, just <laughs> I, I would definitely check it out. If you're a fan of horror games, check it out. It does get like genuinely pretty creepy at times. If you're a jumper, you're going to jump um, at a lot of points. See, Hooch, this is not, not a game playing. for you. Nope. Yep. Not playing. This is not for you. <laughs> Uh, as far as movies and shows are concerned, uh, I did go ahead and watch uh, Bad Batch, which I think we're going to talk about later on, you know, at the yeah. next episode with Chu, because I think he's going to be watching it, too. Yes. Um, yeah. And then uh, I watched Mitchell's vs. the Machines on Netflix. Did you see that? Uh, so uh, my oldest daughter said that she and her husband watched it. And oddly enough, I think he was the one who wanted to put it on. And she's like, you want to watch a cartoon and animation? What? Mm-hmm. And... He liked it, so they they liked. It. I haven't seen it. Maybe I'll watch it with the kids. Yeah, it's it's quite good actually. Um, I was I was really surprised that I liked it as much because um, my girlfriend was like she started watching it apparently, and then she was like, uh, "This was actually really good," and so I want to watch it with you. And I was like, "Okay, well then, yeah, let's go ahead and watch it." And mm-hmm. sure enough, it was fucking great. I mean, like it wasn't like the most amazing animated movie, but like. One thing that was really impressive about it is just the 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 different they they mesh a whole bunch of different styles of animation because you have that animation that they obviously have um, mm-hmm. for everything and then they have like a lot of like built in almost kind of like YouTube 
kind of like background stuff that they'll throw in on occasion and it, it's really oh, okay. just really cool and interesting how they how they layer the different types of animation with each other um and they do it so seamlessly that it just feels um both comedic and awesome and yeah the story is is uh definitely very solid and funny there's a lot of comedic moments there um mm-hmm. the underlying story of you know the, the more serious nature of it um mm-hmm is is also very good it's it's compelling you know it's about the basically the the crux of it is you know this family their relationship together as the daughter's moving off to college and especially with her dynamic with the father at the they've kind of grown apart over times and they kind of have to you know are, are reconnect forced, and... forced together they yeah they yeah. reconnect through that and um everything and so it's it, very good uh, relatable um and yeah i think it has a little bit of every of of something for everyone and cool. uh yeah it's definitely worth worth the watch it's since it's on netflix it's free definitely watch it so okay right, um cool. that's my take on it uh yeah that's pretty much it so let's now that it's only been a cool 30 minutes let's go ahead oh, and move Lord. right into the nerdy news or sorry nerdy the news. Uh, gaming the gaming news, news. Uh, yeah, yeah gaming news yeah um so let's go ahead and talk about oh this so ultimate D and D is what I'm calling it. There's this new game that is out that is for VR and it's basically a very cool D and D experience. So it's um, you get online with your friends and you are in the situation where you kind of like pick your avatar and everything. You have a interactive um, like tabletop in front of you with, with like the, your, uh, character model and stuff like that and creatures and it has like the battlefield laid out um you know it, it's akin to a lot of the systems that they actually that you know really impressive D players have right now you know but it's just a little more immersive since you're in the vr system um and there's a lot more like interactions in there that you can do obviously um rather than in real life so it it feels kind of like this very interesting almost like board gamey situation Mm -hmm. and yeah you and your friends you all log in and you start a game together and it will kind of guide you through um it's it's incredibly interesting to to look at so anyone that is in or that is a fan of of dnd um you need to check out this game it's called uh demio d-e-m-e-o yeah um and then yeah just give it a look-see it's it's not out quite yet I think it's actually isn't it out? It came out Is May sixth, right? I thought it was in oh oh I guess it did yeah I thought it was in the, demo still but I guess not um, the, the PC only version right because it is in right. VR but it's a PC only version that's coming out in a few months to allow people to play who don't have access to a VR headset right exactly and um, yeah it, it's going to be and it, it does play on the Quest it looks like so um, especially if you have a Quest which is going to be cool because then you can be cordless while playing it. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm I'm super hyped about this. I honestly want to do like I think. Well, you don't have a VR headset yet. Yet. Yes, I do. I oh, just shit. haven't connected. I have an. Oh, older... you have the Oculus. You have the yeah. original Oculus. That's right. I just I just never use it because I've dedicated my desk space to you know work stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have space for the sensors anymore. Well, I'll tell you what. We have to get together and do a a and r oh um, yeah if, if we do an a and r then i'll 
I'll make some space if I have to. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be so much fun, dude. So definitely going to do that. Um, but yeah, uh, very cool. Check it out for yourself. And uh, you know, if you end up going into a game and play it, let me know. Um, yeah. Let's go ahead and move on to the next one. Let's talk about so the, the Subnautica X-Pack. Do you want mm-hmm. to go ahead and lead us through that a little bit? Yeah, sure. I mean, really, it's it's the you know the below zero is going to have the that's coming out the X Pack pack is going to get an upgrade to PS Five, right? Mm-hmm. A typical kind of thing. We you, you know a game that comes out that's slated on an older console. Uh, what we're seeing in this generation is that companies are are offering an upgrade to the next gen, typically for free, um, usually without too much of an issue. Um, However, in many cases, which is similar to Subnautica, you have to make a decision as to whether or not you want to see it visually with all the bells and whistles, but at 30 frames per second, rather than um, take away some of the stuff like the ray tracing and, and, and all the other kind of addition, additional visual you know, features that they have, but then you get it at 60 frames per second. Right. And it may sound, it may sound snobbish or, or whatever, but it's like, it's, it's like, come on, guys, like, when are we going to start seeing, you know, that push to what we were what we were promised, right? Where games right, are exactly. going to have the console is capable of doing all of this stuff at the 60 frames per second. Granted, you know, these games were in development before the console was launched and stuff, but it's starting to beginning to feel like you guys are just people are half assing it like and. They're thinking, oh, yeah, you know, give them 60 frames per second. That's enough. Because this is what we had with the PS4 Pro. You typically had the right. up, the uh, the option of 4K at 30 or, you know, without without all the stuff. Or you could do 60 frames per second. You did have that performance or or um, uh, what you would call it, quality option. It's just, as I said, it's just getting a little bit kind of long in the tooth and, 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 and frustrating. And, you know, I mentioned Returnal before. Even that is, I mean, it looks good. It's a fantastic looking game, but even then it's, it's running at 60 frames per second, right? It's like, yeah, right. I have this TV that I want to use. Let me use my TV that you promised I could use. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it, I, it's it's always messy um, for a little bit in between, like, the you know, whenever a new console generation comes out. But yeah, it is very frustrating considering this was a quite a large leap in yeah in technology and we just have not seen it fully play out yet. And I'm, I'm really getting like, since they're still supporting the previous generations, it seems like longer than the, than the, in the past, whenever they switched over generations, Mm. I don't know, like if it's going to go away nearly as fast, you know, until they really just start producing exclusively for new consoles, like the new generations. Um, so yeah, I'm not. I don't know what the deal is. It's going to be with that, but I feel like it's in a really messy area, and they just need to cut the cord on the previous generations at some point. So again, I'm not 100 percent into what like like a lot of companies are are, are doing or whatnot. But it, it it kind of feels to me like you're in a situation where you did all of this development on a game, and you had to downscale a lot of stuff exactly. in order for it to be able to run. Now you have to turn around and go back and re-upscale. And sometimes you make decisions based on a texture or, or like how the lighting works or, you know, shading, whatever, models, whatever it is that will fit within the performance of the hardware that you're kind of stuck on, I should say. Um, but the, the then you get the transition. And, and I there's a pretty big jump in 
the the graphical capabilities of exactly. the new consoles and that i guess it takes a little bit longer i guess to kind of be able to pull more out of that um the one thing though i will kind of like want, want to correct a little bit is like you said like the this console gener or the older console generation has been um supported a little longer than usual actually there is about a year to two years maybe you know where they're even maybe three where you still get um a split like the first year is still split like you mm -hmm. know there'll, there'll be platform there'll be games that come out on the new one and then the old one the second year is you'll start to see more exclusive games to the particular platforms focused only on that platform and then year three is where you're starting to see some of the developers who are you know traditionally multi-platform start to pull away and not have offerings for the older platform so there's mm -hmm. still you know a fair bit of support um for the previous generations even in you know different generations outside of this one I think part of what kicks this one into overdrive and it's going to, and you having less of a split in that first year is because of the pandemic and because of the chip shortage. Yeah, I agree. I guess I, I'm thinking more along the lines of like, I, I see there's a lot of games that started to very quickly be Xbox 360 only, for instance, mm -hmm. instead mm -hmm. of Xbox, like it mm -hmm. very quickly kind of went to that. And once that happened, you really didn't see anything else about Xbox. It kind of just went away. And yeah. the um, and the same similar thing with the one, I just feel like here they've kind of announced that they're going to kind of or like keep supporting to a lar longer degree the previous generations than than what we've seen before. I don't know if that like really what that ends up being because i can't see into the future but <laughs> i have a funny feeling that yeah like we're gonna be like doing this for like the majority of games are going to be doing that for multiple years as opposed to before it, it seemed like it was very few games that like were still retroactive after a year or so maybe i'm just yeah. misremembering it but that's what it felt like at least i i mean i, I think a very big um uh point or um contributor to that feeling is is the pandemic and the lack of and the shortage of consoles for both actually um mm -hmm. th but to go back to one point i think part of the reason why you saw a quick transition from xbox to xbox 360 was because of the introduction of the achievement system that they really didn't have an xbox so they kind of wanted to push players into look here's this new idea like you got the new the, the remember the blade system of, of navigating menus like xbox was kind of like yeah this is our first foray into consoles great we've learned a lot now we know what we need to do in order to be competitive let's put that out there um right you know, they wanted to have something that could crush the ps2 um because then and then sony released the ps3 a little while later which still i don't think it outsold the xbox 360 it just had some better it had a lot better exclusives right uh, I, I think I think that that might be the case. Yeah, it's it's hard for me to remember because I was much younger back then. So I mean, mm -hmm. I know we were all younger, but I was particularly like you know less involved in keeping up with the particulars back then. So mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, but I, either way, like I really hope that they start making these changes because I feel like that's the only way that we can really move forward quickly and and utilize these these systems to the fullest. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope that, I hope that we get over there quickly. Um, <laughs> but next, we're going to be talking about. Mm, let's see. 
Um, oh gosh, yeah the the new games for the uh, PlayStation Plus Pass. Ugh. So once again, every once in a while they throw out you know a pretty decent game, but I gotta <laughs> not say, this time. yeah, certainly not this time. And yeah, the past couple of times have not been great. Um, so we have Wreckfest, Drive Hard, Die Last. <laughs> so there's I, that. Yeah. Um, and then there's Battlefield Five, please. Which is yeah, you know, it, at this point it's it's old and um, yeah, it's not and yeah. part of EA Play, right? It, yeah, it is part of EA Play. So it's once again playing catch up. Mm-hmm. And then we have Stranded Deep, which I I, I don't even know that one. I didn't. Um, I don't think it was ever really a popular one, but yeah, you know this this just is every single month. Whenever I see these games, I'm just constantly comparing it, whether I want to or not, to to Game Pass, and I'm just like, is is it there? Like, is is there is there worth there that I'm getting out of this? And uh, whenever that Game Pass is there, and you just get so much out of fifteen dollars or five dollars, depending on you know what what version of Game Pass tier, you do. Yeah. My yeah. God, it's just so much better. So, this is just not cutting it. They need, they really need to start expanding. I know we've said that a hundred times, but yeah, they, yep. <laughs> they really fucking need to start planning for the future here. Because so far, yeah, Microsoft, everything that they've done has not worked out well for them. No, Microsoft is handing Sony their lunch. Like, so I, I think Sony is 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 waiting to have that big, like, game that everybody must play. But with right. a lot of delays and everything that's happening, it's harder. Returnal is not that game. No, not at all. No, it's it's definitely not. Especially with all the bugs that you know there's been. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's definitely not the case. And it's gonna Deathloop be is an exclusive, right? Which one? Deathloop. Deathloop is an exclusive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that I think is the next big one that they're gonna be like, okay, maybe we can kind of hang our hat on this one for a little bit. Like, oh, you guys don't have this, huh, Microsoft? But, but and is, but Deathloop is is also like it's it's very similar to in concept to Returnal. Yeah, that's and true. Well, and the like, idea is, well, I feel like that I really mean, kind of undercut um, Deathloop's uniqueness. What Returnal did? Returnal did, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see how it plays out uh, as far as like what the game systems actually look like or the gameplay actually is. But I think yeah. the. the you there are some games that you know Sony has on the horizon, but they've all been pushed back, so they yeah. don't have that. It advantage. feels worse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's going to be a time being where Sony doesn't have any sort of rebuttal f- for anything that Microsoft is doing right now. Yeah, but in the meantime, <sighs> Xbox just keeps getting better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> quickly. I know, like I know. <laughs> that's the problem. You're like. All right, stumble and fall already. Stop making good decisions. Exactly. I mean, like, you know, they're going to have uh, God of War, which hopefully will be a smash hit like the previous God of War was, um, which I'm yeah. sure it will be. Yeah. Um, so there is that. And then we have, you know, Horizon coming as well. So yep. there are some definitely huge hitter exclusive that, that is going to be coming. So, yeah. Um, no, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with it, but. Um, regardless, no matter what, they do need to step the game up. Once again, we somehow got back to Sony needs to step its game up. Yeah, um, we're always there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about... So there was a, a pretty interesting thing where um, basically 
uh, Nether Realms decided to cut off and Soul Calibur um, decided to cut off their sponsorship of um, the We Play esports scene. Because mm-hmm. we play, and and that was a huge scene for for these fighter games specifically. Um, yeah. But we play had a partnership with this. Of course, it's from Russia. This Russia online <laughs> oh, um, betting firm, One X Bet, I guess is what it's called, and mm-hmm. it had partnerships with, um, you know, Pornhub Casino, I guess, and some other like, uh, you know, like questionable websites. Um, mm. Is that and questionable? So, Sounds like a good time to me. It, it does, it, like, questionable in sense of morality, but fuck yeah, yeah it does sound like a good time. <laughs> but uh, I, the, as soon as I read that, I was like, that'd probably work. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, a casino that uses topless uh, dealers to attract gamblers. Like, No, it would work. I, I probably wouldn't. I, I wouldn't go there only because, like, I always feel... I'm, I always feel so weird about like going to strip clubs and like I've, I went to a strip club twice in my life. Um, but Hooters strip clubs, like twin peaks and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I always feel weird going in there because it's like this kind of like weird forced fake interaction where it's like, you're mm-hmm. going to try Like you're going to pretend to flirt with me mm. and I'm going to like feed in. Um, I'm going to like, you know, like play into it. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like this weird, like, this isn't real. Like, what are we doing? And I don't know. It's just such a weird experience for me there that I just prefer to avoid that overall because it feels, yeah, just strange to me. It just so, feels, yeah. I don't know what the deal is with it. But uh, in concept, though, in theory, it, sound, it does sound like a good sign. Um, yeah. I mean, here, here, true story. I've never been to a strip club. You haven't? never honestly you're not missing much dude it's kind of a sad I, scene <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm like i'm like why why would i want to pay someone to you know for me to not to touch them i exactly yeah <laughs> I, that that's the yeah that's the it's there's there's a lot of rules rightfully so because god it, it must be uh, honestly stressful and uh, very sketchy all the time being a stripper yeah. like I, I honestly feel very bad dude, for them I'm, um, I'm married i can get someone to tell me not to touch them for free <laughs> there you go <laughs> but yeah so you know i just you're not you're not missing anything I, i've never really had a great time at a, at a strip club mm. at all um yeah. i just and i don't and i don't also like I, i'm too attached to my money that i don't want to like throw it at a girl for taking her top off that just doesn't <laughs> you know, like, I, I, i'd prefer my money over over tits so yeah yeah um but anyways that's the I don't forgot we get on the weirdest fucking tangents. We God. do. We need to bring it back in. Why did we? Uh, anyway, so they're canceling their sponsorship of of those events, so um, they're no longer going to be, um, you know, having any dealings with them whatsoever. They said they parted in a, a very uh, mannered message on Twitter. NetherRealm Studios is uh, consistently striving to foster the best esports tournaments for our dedicated fans and community. Due to differences in vision, quote unquote. Vision. Uh, yeah, we will no longer allow our games to be utilized in we play operated esports events. So yeah, um, I mean I get it. I you know although it is kind I of do. funny how yeah. how the developer of a game where you dismember people is upset that, because that has morals uh, all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like oh now you want to take the high ground? Yeah, that is a very good point. <laughs> um, 
and also that is obviously like has some ridiculous costumes for some women as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like your 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 characters are practically showing their boobs everywhere, and now you're mad because we're teaming up with a company that actually has, um, you know, employees that show their boobs. <laughs> exactly. So, anyways, that's that. So uh, another esports scene down. Um, it's getting harder and harder for fighting games. I feel like it, like it's getting more and more limited. So that probably yeah. Like the people that actually participate in those are probably not very happy about that. No. But, um, yeah. Well. The, the next thing that we're going to be talking about is um, another Sony-related thing. Basically, they have decided to, in order to kind of get back at Microsoft for doing so well, they have decided to aggressively invest in first-party games moving forward. Mm. So that's, that's their big game plan, the most obvious thing that they could possibly do that is probably not going to net any real difference. You know, no, they, but I think I mean think about it. How many people bought a console because of a game like Uncharted or, you know? I, um, I, honestly, I don't think for just one game. I don't know that there's that many. Okay, well, I mean, it used to be that one game would be a console driver. Like you could sell consoles based on the fact that everybody's like, "Oh, I gotta play this game." I, mean, I feel it, like you don't have those Halos anymore. Like you remember whenever Halo Two oh, came out, like yeah. everyone was like, "I gotta fucking play." Or, or uh, Call of Duty, whenever Call of Duty. Or granted, mm-hmm. that wasn't a specific platformer, but like, but that made you buy a console because you're like, oh, all my friends are playing that. Now there's so many online games that the you know people are so fragmented in what they do play that yeah. it's it's hard to get a huge community all playing the same exact game at once. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, especially for for console online games rather than you know PC. Um, online games which tend to stick a little bit more i think um but yeah so they've decided to do that i mean overall it's certainly not a it's it's just the most obvious thing like it's not a bad strategy it's just like they're they're gonna need more than that like no matter what they're gonna need more than that so um but yeah i mean they're gonna be investing in in those so um i assume that you're on the same line of thought there uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, I don't know. I just, I, they do have a pretty good library of exclusives, right? Mm-hmm. But is it enough to have them compete? What you might see is, you know, we talked about this before where the exclusives are going to be cross-platform PC and, um, so, you know, PlayStation, right? So they can get right. some of that development money back from PC sales without having to you know, take a loss for having a console sale. Yeah, I suppose that that is true. That is that is definitely true. So that is something. Um, is there is there anything that you can think of that they could do just off the top of your head to really try to stick it to them, like other than this, or do you think that this is the best way to go about it? To stick it to Microsoft? Yeah. Well, yeah, I can think of a couple of things. One, they need to really offer something to players who own PlayStation Plus. Right? PlayStation Plus subscribers, you need to entice them with something that Microsoft can't give them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, maybe that maybe it is free access to those, um, you know, PlayStation exclusive games that come out. Right. right. You think you, you think you just get, blanket access to all the PlayStation games would do it? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it would do it, but it's a step in the right direction. Offering right. better monthly games to come out for, for free is a second step because, you know, these are just the areas where Microsoft is completely eating their lunch. And, right. you know, one of them is, yeah, hey, we have better 
offerings for what our monthly games um, to play are. Sony's just, they're, they're tone deaf. They're not getting it. That like, guys, we want better games. <laughs> this is yeah, perfect. exactly. Um, but they did release, I didn't play Wreckfest yet, but that's their second, was it exclusive game or whatever that also didn't deal with, like, um, was a car based kind of game like a battle yeah it wasn't game. wasn't popular it didn't do very yeah. well yeah yeah exactly it's not like they're like oh here's our um you know what should we call it um god of war game or whatever or something new that that they're just giving away although they did give away it was what was it odyssey soulstorm so yeah yeah but that's fairly old now right soulstorm not came a couple weeks ago really that was that was brand new yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. I might actually have to play it then. Um, oh, there you go. Hmm. Well, there we go. Proof might be in the pudding. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, well, one cool thing that is happening now in, in the gaming world is that... So, The Witcher, CD Projekt Red, which also made The Witcher. This is the good part of CD Projekt Red, not the shitty part. <laughs> not uh, the shitty <laughs> part that took millions of dollars. Exactly. Um, so, they're redoing the witcher 3 that's that's on the horizon um they're revamping it for the for the new consoles which is uh, that that seems right to me because it's been a good while since witcher 3 came out it's Mm -hmm. you know one of the most beloved games um in in the repertoire so uh, i definitely support them them doing this but yeah uh the really cool thing about it is that they're actually turning to modders um, for Witcher 3 that have been modding the game um, yep. since its inception to actually help them with the redesign of the game. Um, there isn't anything concrete uh, reported yet, but they have um, confirmed that they are in talks with several of the modders and the creators. I think that that's such an interesting way to go about doing things like this and kind of sourcing from your community. As someone that's in the industry, obviously you have more of an insight on this but what what's your thoughts of kind of like making that a thing now good ideas can come from anywhere you don't have to necessarily be in a position to make that decision or to make that part of your everyday job i've seen mm-hmm. some great uh mods think about it uh how did we get dota yeah that was from uh warcraft yeah it was a warcraft mod exactly mm-hmm. um did you what was it uh counter-strike that was a half-life mod I did not know that. Yeah, Counter Strike. Also, Team out Fortress was one was a mod. Team Fortress well, was right? also a Half Life mod. Yeah, um, Day of Defeat also a Half Life mod. Um, the there are so many games that came from mods that people were were playing that wound up actually being more fun than the original game itself. <laughs> um, but but that's not like yeah, and that's all coming from the community. It's not right. necessarily from the developers or whatever. So, you know, offering the community a chance to have some stake in the game that they love by creating content for it, I think it's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I mean, I think that it's it feels more, I don't know, true to form, like, it, like it's paying homage to its community mm-hmm. by asking them for help in the thing that they love to do. Um, and and validation for the modders as well, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I think I think that's just good all around, and I, I hope that they kind of make that like a standardized practice moving forward. But that's yeah. obviously definitely going to be hugely dependent on the developer and and their. Outlook. Yes. <laughs> 
Um, yes. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine anything. Uh, like NDAs, 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 NDAs. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, we'll we'll see what happens with that. But um, definitely a, an interesting step in in what I think is the right direction. Um, but yeah, so let, let's move on to uh, speaking of potential shitty developers. Uh, World of Warcraft is it is losing millions of players in World of Warcraft right now. Their player base is about mm. 2 million down um, wow. this month. So, yeah, wow. lots of people jumping ship there. But their profits have increased by 7%. Blizzard's profits have increased by 7% yeah. all because of Overwatch. They've added um, like 10 million players this past year, I guess, or since the last hero, like since the last actual Echo. content update. Echo was the last hero, right? Uh, I guess I haven't played um, oh. <laughs> Overwatch in an incredibly long time now. Yeah, I believe uh, Echo was the last hero. Okay, well, yeah. So since then, they have they they've still been going up on player base there, um, and they've been getting a lot of microtransactions thanks to their um, their uh, boxes. But yeah, still, like I just I am not a fan of Blizzard, dude. Like I like what they're doing now is just it feels fucking bad. Like what's your what's your take on it because you used to play wow like what's your take on wow wow is old and needs an upgrade not just like so they've managed to try to keep the visuals kind of up i mean it's very stylized so there's only so much they could do but they tried modernizing it with making changes to their models and animations and textures and things like that but it's still the base gameplay itself is still super old and clunky and feels that way yeah um it's very similar to Star Wars: The Old Republic, where that 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 was actually a, um, a I wouldn't say a clone, but a similarity to the um, what should we call it? World of Warcraft. Yeah, right? it was definitely derived from World of Warcraft. Absol- sure. Absolutely, I mean, a lot of MMOs back then were they were trying to be the next World of Warcraft killer. Yeah, which is hard to do. <laughs> I mean, they they were, and I mean, even still are realistically a behemoth whenever it comes to yeah. MMO. So yeah, they they they. I mean, what they were boasting at one point like fifteen million subscribers, yeah, or something like that. So I mean, God, they made so much money. They did, and you're starting to see some of that like come back and bite them a little bit because they got so big that they became complacent. This is what I'm looking for. I don't know. Um, they thought like, oh yeah, nobody's gonna knock us off. That's bad. You always want to be in a position where you're hungry, because then mm-hmm. you'll you'll take some risks that have a bigger payout. Um, you know, not necessarily from like a, a monetary perspective, but like engagement, getting people to play more. Um, so you'll 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 hit a. Um, you'll be able to be like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take a risk a little bit more. Um, to try and and push it to you know the i don't know it's just it's kind of weird um just overall <laughs> it's a tricky, yeah tricky thing yeah and that's like you know you said it correctly like it, it's just it is very dated now it's really showing its age and they just keep it's like putting lipstick on a pig like every single update that they do it's just trying to enhance something that is is regardless of what you do to it it's um a still very similar to what it was because you know it has been fairly generic updates it feels like um for expansions 
for a while now and uh it's yeah it's just it's not fixing a lot of really dated core elements and and it can't really until it you know goes back to the beginning and creates a yes. whole new game so yeah. like yeah i think we we really need to see and i hope that this gives them the kick in the ass that they need to make wow 2 you know and yeah just just finally put all everything to bed with wow i mean cuz you know you're not in a great space whenever like you have a far faster growing popularity in your original wow game you know what i mean yeah yeah like you know wow wow classic is is doing almost better then so i mean well with the burning crusade announcement you know with that and the burning crusade yeah you're right yeah the expansion pack coming out pretty soon you're gonna start to see probably more people flock back because to me burning crusade is the point where wow took um a turn from something that was like more i don't say hardcore but you know it took a little bit more effort versus Mm. once you get to burning crusade they kind of backed off a little bit on on some things it seems like it was easier to progress at that point right now i I would i would agree with that for sure and you know with they just kind of you know diablo got one update basically you know they got one expansion yeah and then they were done diablo 3 rather uh got one expansion and then they were done and that was like 10 years ago starcraft 2 i thought diablo 3 had two expansions or was it three no they had they had one expansion and then they had uh a slight con like a little content release with the necromancer yeah that was only one because the crusader was the first expansion right yeah okay and I um the necromancer, i thought the necromancer was also an expansion oh well mm-mm. okay it was just kind of like a bundle like a little like you know mini okay. content bundle okay. um but yeah so they had that and so they they kind of dropped the ball with that, and it was never as great as they they said it was going to be. It never reclaimed the glory of of Diablo two, and um, StarCraft two, you know, never got it. I th- I think they did get an expansion, maybe one expansion, but then uh, again, well, yes. Yeah, oh, StarCraft two, I don't know. Yeah, StarCraft two. I think they got one yeah. expansion, um, and then that was it. And that was also like ten or. 12 years ago as well so <laughs> like yeah and so like the only real game that they've made um you know outside of, or that they've at least been maintaining outside of uh, world of warcraft has been um what are overwatch and even oh. then it's it's a multiplayer it's just like a multiplayer game there's no narrative and they've been incredibly you know lacking in the the updates for even that game now because we haven't seen upgraded we haven't seen new characters in a while they are promising the overwatch 2 which has mm-hmm. now been pushed back and not really offered any more information than what we originally saw a while ago mm-hmm. and uh so yeah like it's just they're they don't seem to really give a shit anymore like you know it's going to be interesting to see what happens with diablo 4 but still after all this time in between these things they've just done so little relative to other developers yeah you know, it just feels so weird to me. So, um, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. They're, they're definitely past their glory days, but, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with them. But, uh, let's go into this. is This is some fun stuff right here. So, um, Lady D in Resident Evil, like she has been like the really weird, like, <laughs> standout uh, like character. fetish, fetish craze. Yeah. 
of game character this over the past year and um they it just got weirder <laughs> with, with <her>. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way i could put it so there's been mods already made for um this game uh i guess more specifically for the demo they they applied them in yeah. the demo as you found out and yeah. um so they they have one mod where they turn her into thomas the tank engine her face becomes the face of thomas the tank engine and man is it fucking weird dude it's still creepy it is very creepy. It's so creepy. It's even more creepy, I think, with the Thomas the Take Engine face. Like yes. she's fucking weird with that. But and then the oh, what were you gonna say? Oh uh, no, no, keep going. I know where you're going, so keep going. Mm. Well, the next big thing is that the other mod that they have, which is brilliant, is they had a Barney mod. So the um, typical uh, mob that you have there. Um, it is like this kind of wolf, or not Wolverine character, uh, this kind of lichen <laughs> character that comes after you. And uh, they put a very well-rendered Barney costume on all of these creatures. And so you have all of these Barneys running at you and you <laughs> shoot them in the face and they're bleeding. And it is, I think it is one of the creepiest things I've ever seen in my life. It makes it honestly more creepy. Well, what what did you think about it whenever you saw the video? Uh, the the Thomas the Tank, the sorry, Lady D as Thomas the the Tank Engine or whatever. That was kind of like that's still super creepy. But the Barney video, I was watching that going, I actually might play Village <laughs> if I can have the Barney mod because there's nothing I would love to do more than dude. I just see that as Barneys. I just see that as fucking nightmare fuel, dude. Like, <laughs> I I do not understand the the desire to see tons of barneys fucking come after you trying to murder you in your sleep so then you murk them first you know i mean yeah you do but like i would almost it just feels more wrong like (laughs) if at least with a with a werewolf creature like i'm like that's a fucked up looking creature that is obviously meant to kill me you know but you see barney like someone that's like hailed as like a childhood you know friend thing then and it's fucking coming after you in the creepiest way and trying to fucking murder you i that is that is beyond me dude that that is true nightmare (laughs) fuel for me you have to see barney from the perspective of a parent (laughs) i guess you know i think that there really is something to like those things all of those kids characters probably seem way creepier as adults than kids because absolutely yeah i i remember when i was much younger i saw i think it was probably like 15 16 and uh um i was babysitting my my little cousins and they watched the teletubbies at the time and i remember i put on the teletubbies for them and it was the fucking weirdest thing i have ever experienced in my life it it was like an acid trip (laughs) <laughs> that could not go more wrong you know what i mean like it i remember it, i even still remember exactly what they were doing it was a black screen and mm-hmm. then you saw one of these fucking creepy bastards run across the screen giggling and then he disappears on the other side of the screen and then you see a different one come across from the from the other side of the screen again and he runs mm-hmm. over and he stops in the middle of the screen and he, he turns he turns and looks at the camera and he rubs his tummy, giggling, and mm-hmm. then he looks back over 
to the way he was running originally and then runs off screen and it keeps going fucking over and over again i'm like <laughs> this shit is fucking terrifying like what yeah, the hell is going on we never got our kids into that so thank god dude that's some weird ass shit dude so yeah yeah it could um, be fuck that <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway so that is um that's all the all the lady d stuff that we have for resident evil uh <laughs> either way like it's a really good game but yeah if, if you can pull off trying out some of those mods honestly like do it and i want to i want to watch you play it especially with the uh, barney one just because that's that is interesting despite it being <laughs> terrifying uh, I, I genuinely think it's more terrifying than the actual game. Like I yeah. haven't jumped once at the game. I don't really like the those kind of games don't bother me, but that one that one, the shakes me to my does. fucking core. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's go ahead and talk about Back for Blood. You are a fan of the Back for Blood game, the original series Left for Dead, correct? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Love so, Left for Dead. I mean, I'm a huge Left for Deady. I can't wait for this fucking game to come out. We are going to play it so much, it's going to be literally crazy. So uh, I'm glad that trailer dropped and finally explained the card system. Yeah, that was a weird thing. Because we know, I mean, like, obviously you remember too, like, the it was kind of revolutionary for its time, but the, the director, the AI yes. system that they used there was yeah. really innovative. It, it was a, a dynamic spawn system, basically, that um, took into, you know, tons of different variables as far as your situation and it actively um, created more challenging content for you depending on your situation which i thought is brilliant and yeah. um now they've used that and added in this this new card system so what's what's your take on on this card system and explain how it works a little bit uh well i mean i can't go into how it works because i know i don't I, I know more than i think the trailer led on to be <laughs> So oh, got, what oh I can, gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. yeah. So what I, what I can say is that like the you know what they described in the trailer is like really is is good. Like you know you have your it, what's in the trailer actually as I said is a little bit more fleshed out than what I've seen, right? Where you get to play oh, okay. cards and then do your thing. So that is one thing that I haven't experienced yet, which seems actually kind of cool. Where you know you you have the option to kind of like pull stuff together or whatever, and then you know like hey I'll be the tank and I'll do this this and this, or hey I'll be the you know, uh, more like the healer kind of person and help you guys out here. But I do like the fact that you use the card system to kind of change the playthrough each and every time. You know, characters yes. have their, like, their, you know, their stats or their things or whatever. But it's nice to be able to kind of accentuate that with, uh, you know, either building into something that leans into their, um, you know, their strengths or whatever. And try, maybe tries to, like not avoid the weaknesses but maybe like lessen them a little bit um, right but then there's others just like i'm just gonna make a glass freaking cannon you know so again it's gonna be interesting to see the combinations that people come exactly. up exactly and and then of course again it just it adds replay and especially for a game like this like that's what you need yeah. like that replayability yeah, yeah exactly yeah so I, I think they did a really good job here and I, i'm i'm really excited to see what like they do with that type of system now especially like with the the general because I, I still haven't seen a game do as good of a job as being you know quite dynamic with its with its ai with trying to kill you mm -hmm. so um yeah i'm gonna be really interested to see all of what they utilize that for so yeah exactly that'll be pretty cool yep um so we're on our last thing here now we've, we've made it we're only Yay. once again a little over an hour now so 
that is what it is <laughs> longer than we thought um but yeah so this one it's there is a, a new game coming out called thief simulator 2 um and you can rob banks restaurants and fancy cars is there an inherent problem with having simulators of how to rob people for various things apparently not because we can consider uh gta a murder simulator now it's a game that is literally called thief simulator and nobody has said shit that is very true (laughs) i i mean so I will say I've I've always wondered with uh, was it super hot, mm-hmm. like that's one of those games where I'm like, is this like teaching people how to like fucking basically become Rambo in situations? <laughs> like it puts you in these these terrifying situations and it's like, all right, now let's practice. If you needed to, you know, yeah. if you were found yourself in a situation where twenty people are coming out with you with machine guns, how would you handle it in slow motion? It's like teaching you muscle memory on how to do these things. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like they're training assassins with this fucking thing. Yeah. I'm I'm telling you, though, that was like that playing that game was so much fun. Oh, dude. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm with you 100 percent. There are several times. Oh, uh, yeah. There are several times I felt like like Neo, badass freaking Keanu. Like, okay, Oh, yeah. I'm going to rip this thing out of the sky. I'm going to stab you with it and then I'm going to shoot you. And as it's flying up in the air, I'm going to grab it and throw it at this other guy and then shoot this other dude from behind. It was just crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I always I always love to do after I, you know, murked everyone. Mm -hmm. I always love to, you know, get a gun or whatever and throw it over my shoulder at the end and be like, pfft fucking done dude like it felt like such a badass afterwards oh man such a yeah. good game honestly if, if you're looking for a fun vr experience guys like play super hot because that is a unique experience that it honestly just makes you feel like yeah. a goddamn badass and yeah. gives you quite a workout at the same time too dude seriously for yeah. real i remember yeah. the first time that we played it and we were like especially whenever we played it originally like we were all some pretty in-shape guys and uh-huh. uh like yeah whenever i i played it i was like we were all like fuck man like <laughs> this is exhausting sweating like beads of sweat running down our face man. um so yeah uh, really really good game but um thief simulator yeah it, it's coming out it it looks it honestly looks uh, pretty fun like not gonna lie despite the things uh, that we said like it, it's ethically questionable but it looks like a shit ton of fun which usually is i guess how it, it works out yeah yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> but anyways uh, that will pretty much wrap it up for this episode finally we are finished for this week um <laughs> chew is going to be back next week so don't worry um and uh then you and i get to go back to just having the easy jobs oh we get yeah to, we get to chill so exactly my favorite thing dude Uh, (laughs) but yeah so thank you very much Hoots for for hanging out anytime man Yep. and um, I'm gonna be Chewburger here and I'm gonna say I have been Hebrew Hammer because he's pretentious like that apparently (laughs) wow (laughs) I'm I'm kidding I just know he's gonna edit this and he's gonna be because after the conversation we had last time I know he's gonna be pissed at that (laughs) Um, (laughs) exactly Uh, Anyways, I have been Hebrew Hammer. I will talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening.